Hi, I'm Julie Samonte from Blind Stereo Moon, and today's song in focus is Ubot. You are listening to Song in Focus, where we dive deep into your favorite tracks. I'm Asel. And I'm Denise, and today's song is the kind of song you put on in the morning as you sip your coffee and soak in the sunlight. This New Year special episode, the track that you just heard was written by today's guest, who's friends to us both. She's a songwriter and the lead singer of Bulacan-based band Blind Stereo Moon. Welcome, Julie! (laughs) So that's your first single, no? It's uh, entitled... Obad, Obed. How do you Obad. pronounce that? How do you pronounce it? Obad. Uh, I pronounce it as Obad. <laughs> Obad is a French word. It literally means morning serenade. So, wow. Yeah. Morning serenade. Yeah, when I heard your song, parang the feel is like that. Though. It's very pleasant. Very like It's like you wake up in the morning and smell the fresh flowers or walking by the park. But um, yeah, so how... How come you chose that uh, title word where, in fact, the song is in English? Well, I, yeah. And actually, it's just an accident because uh, I wrote this when I was in college and we were studying French philosophy, in particular Foucault. And then there's a chapter there, it's entitled Austere Institutions. And back then, we didn't have smartphones, so the physical dictionary, I looked up the word. And above that word is Obad, and it, it said, morning love song or or morning serenade and i fell in love with the concept so i wrote the song around that title so yeah were by accident with, were you with um were we were you already with your band when you wrote about yes but we were not blind stereo moon yet so we started as uh we were high school friends and then we were just jamming and then actually our music back then is, was punk rock and then suddenly we had this candy pop song with Obad, and it actually helped us really find our sound. So our current sound was based around that song. So it it was a milestone for us. So that's why we we made the 10th anniversary edition of it because it's a milestone. So you, do you get that question a lot? Like, how do you pronounce this? That's the first question that came to me when when I saw it. Um, I said and I were discussing. So how do we pronounce it? I know how to sing it. Like sunshine, <laughs> it was easy. But when we when we read the 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 title, um, it was very very interesting. So, so how do people re- receive um, you know the the title and, and and the song? Actually, every guesting that we have, hundred percent, they always ask us how we pronounce the word. Uh, as songwriters, you know this, uh, Asel and Denise. It's a gamble if we use a foreign word. And it's intentional that I did not sing the word in the song. Most Blind Stereo Moon songs are like that. It's Obad, and sometimes we pronounce it Obed, but, you know, it's just a slip of tongue, but it's really Obad. It was a songwriting risk. I just really fell in love with the concept and the word. And I researched after that, parang poetic tradition with those old... Uh, literary traditions. Although for Obad, it's really pop. Probably the theme that I adopted is the morning theme. I discovered that it's really non the form of Obad as in poetry is not that strict. So you're you're free to do whatever you want in terms of write rhymes and the meters. 
quality of obad is the theme about the morning so it's deep. so it's like an for example it's like an epic it kind of is of a song format um back then it was in poem format and then i searched the the internet and then found the classical obads and then but uh, it's uh, it's a risk that i took making it into a pop song <laughs> you're really really brave um so uh, what is the song about what's the story behind it story behind it aside from the accident with our philo class uh the message is simple in much like other obads it speaks about hope it speaks about new beginnings and all the metaphors connected to to morning and mm-hmm. i also found out that obad really came from a spanish word which means alba which means sunrise so the story there in terms of my personal experience i had a friend back then we were adjusting it in college so we 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 are provincianas and provincianos and we studied in manila for college and there's a lot of um adjustments on in our part so there were problems and thought about why not write about a song to try to encourage one another what's your favorite line there in the in the song that you wrote my favorite line is today you will find a way because it For me, it sums up the 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 theme of the song, and I put it in the chorus. I think majority of the songwriting <laughs> choruses would probably, in terms of pop songwriting, would probably uh, advise to put the main theme. It's a decision that I took <laughs> to put that to put that line in the chorus. Was that the first song that you wrote? Because uh, that's your first single, right? So, why did you choose that as your first single? We chose it also by accident. <laughs> in 2010, when we started Blind Stereum, when we were just kids, and we attempted to record an album, but we weren't able to release it because we didn't have much funds. There were there were no streaming platforms yet, so it was expensive to press CDs. And one of the tracks for that album, which never came out, was Obad. And then in 2017, we had to take jobs Mm. To really fund our our music and 2017 by God's grace we were able to produce. We had a guesting in the Wish Bus and then it got picked up by Wish in 2017 and then after that able to get invites from people we don't know because prior to that we were just playing for for our for our friends here. That um, Wish video on YouTube in 2017 really perhaps. Made us realize that probably this song can be the same single for the EP. Back then, we didn't know that you had to select a single if you if you release. Oh, we released yeah. it in physical format actually, mm-hmm. so we released only 75 copies. That's the the number that we were able to fund at that time. So kind of limited. We started in 2010, and then we attempted a lot of times to release, but you know, uh, resources weren't able to. To find some resources for it, and then seven, year, seven years later, actually six, some of our bandmates had families, had babies, got married. So, so I think 2017 is just the right time to to produce an EP finally, to realize that dream of an album in 2010. Although we weren't able to to release an album because in 2017 that was already Spotify era, so. A lot of people are saying that it's really better to release EPs or singles. So I think that's a good advice at that time. So uh, you mentioned that uh, so in 2010, you released Obad physically, in a way, um, 
for friends is that did I get that right? Um, and then 2017, you released it digitally. Uh, so so Abad has has been through a lot of changes over the past decade. Abad has seen the times, you know, yeah. from physical releases when full albums were the thing to to transitioning to to platforms like um, Spotify and YouTube and everything. So, um, how does it feel? And and what could you say about the journey of a song that has lived that that time and rebirthed again and again in different music? Um, what do you think? I think it's a it's a good practice for artists like who have been making music for quite some time now. The 2010 recording was never released. The album, it's a 10-track album, it was never released. Ah, oh, okay. Yes, and the 2017 EP, that's the physical one that we pressed and also on streaming flat- platforms. So oh. there, um, there's a lot of stories behind the song. You know, we've been we've been friends at the SLN. Denise, you know, you know the you know the the story of how we've been together for quite some time. And people ask us, "You've been together for ten years, so what's that about?" <laughs> and there, it's also really easy to quit. But for example, if you play for a bar gig in Manila, and the only people watching are the waiters and the tech guys, and then we play Obad, it's song about hope. It's kind of hard to quit. Because that's, that's what we're playing and singing. It's about not giving up. <laughs> so that's uh, why the, the song is also meaningful to us because it made us really push and continue with our music, with our original music. So if, if we wrote about giving up, probably we're not. <laughs> but the song really is, we really have to walk the talk. And it's fun to, to sing that song in venues, intimate venues, and um, to get to share it with people, you know, the 10-year journey. And it also had faced a lot of changes over the years because we had a change in lineup. So the first version was a trio wow. version. Trio, mm-hmm. because back then we were into the trios like Sugar Free, Link-182, The Green Day. So the drummer, our- bassist, and you. Yes. Yes, and then I realized as I aged, it's exhausting <laughs> to do, to do, to do the guitar lines and sing at the same time. <laughs> so, so we invited our good friends, John and Yan. Uh, Yan is a bassist friend. So, Jerushan, our, our uh, original bassist, is now full time in his ministry as a pastor. So he also mm. still writes for mm. Blind Stereo Moon, but in terms of live performances, it's Yan. And yeah. also in terms of recording, it's Yan now. But uh, Jer remains, uh, Jerushan remains as a member in terms of songwriting. So is that why you have this remastered version for your 10th anniversary? So it's what's the difference? Actually, to be honest, uh, while talking with Dave, Dave, is, he also happens to be our, our audio engineer. So he records all of our music. It's mm-hmm. all DIY. <laughs> so we were good to revisit an old song and do the things that it's in our head right now. And to really reimagine it the way we want it now in terms of sound. And it happened at the time that we were celebrating our 10th anniversary. And it's very, I think we think it was apt to redo the first single among the songs that we have in our catalog. And the difference for, for this 10th anniversary edition 
aside from the title that we added the 10th anniversary edition um <laughs> mostly in terms of arrangement in the 2010 version is was was still based in a trio setup hmm. so for example for this new new version we added the keyboard solo for the first time which which is fun with with John doing the the playing with the keys and aside from the guitar solo that we retained ad lib uh yes yes and also the intro um personally i was not happy with the intro of the original version it's just acoustic guitar so now we added a little texture to it because now we have technology for that right So uh, the idea there was to make the intro sound like the sun rising in the horizon. That's why there's some shiny ambient things that I added in the intro. So for the drum and drum and bass for Dave and Yan, um, I think it's more upbeat now because we wanted to get that feel of a happy morning sound perky. So I, they did a great job with rearranging the drum and bass to feel like the coffee just kicked in in your bloodstream uh, like that. In terms of the guitars, I I just retained the old one because the song is really guitar driven, and I think it would be a great disservice if we shifted fully to another another instrument. And I would not do anything during life if I did, if I don't retain the guitar mm-hmm. parts. So mostly the difference is in the arrangement and the old version is also available online if. If people want to see the difference, and since it's uh, 10, there's a 10-year gap, the the vo- voice also. Oh. My voice got a little modulated now. Wow, I'm curious. <laughs> I want to hear the original one. I want to hear the original it. one because ah, because I, I heard, heard I just heard the the newest one, the new version. I was, I was listening to the original one and the the remastered one. And mm. and I did see the difference, um, and I, I I actually heard the the good elements that Julie was saying about you know making it feel like you just had coffee and the effect of coffee in you mm. and the great a great day is ahead. I think when I was listening to the song, it was really really uplifting. It had that you know like that soft pillow uplifting effect. So. Uh, Julie, um, so you were talking about the past 10 years, for and what would you say would be the biggest milestone uh, of the song? Um, from the story earlier, I think the biggest milestone from the perspective of of friends and family would be the wish bus upload <laughs> and and releasing it again. But as a band, as I mentioned, the milestone is really the song helped us cement that feel good pop indie pop sound that we currently have so i i turned off all my distortion pedals because of that song <laughs> and also most importantly is the message of the song that we carry as a band as a 10 year old band who still is trying you know and we face a lot of challenges a different the challenges in 2010 were a lot different from now Now it, the challenge is really on the digital space, right? But my ultimate dream is for it to be picked up by a coffee brand. When I was writing it, the song commercials, the bands were singing for coffee commercials before, and I think also for toothpaste commercials. So that's mm-hmm. that was the context when I was writing it, and we had no well internet. We had internet then, but it really was 
TV in terms of media. So, yeah, sidebar. It's uh, if if God willing, if someone <laughs> wants a song about coffee and wants to use it for a commercial or anything, right now it's an immense blessing to just have it still here ten years later and to mm-hmm. preserve that young spirit that we had when we started as a band. <laughs> so. Yeah, that's that's. So do you have like any random stories that you know that you could think of like through through that journey? The song itself was born out of happy accidents. So aside from <laughs> the title itself, the how it helped us really get gigs. I think the the fun stuff happens when we record as a band. So our manager from Darkest Music has Darkest Studio. So we record that in Bulacan. And we just go and eat pancit. <laughs> because because it, it takes us, uh, I think, a whole day to record one song. And then it's fun. It has become a tradition for us to eat pancit. Because when in 2010, when we were recording, we didn't have much money. So we all we mm. ate was, was pancit. So we carry that tradition up until now. Yeah, and another fun trivia about it is we're I'm not a morning person yet. Mm. We have a lot of songs about the morning, so I think that's ironic. <laughs> Why do you think is that that you 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 make morning themes even if you're? Uh, is it safe to say that you're nocturnal because you're also yeah. awake when I message you at two a.m. <laughs> 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 I think that's the clue there. <laughs> But um, why do you think so? Why, why, why do you write in irony? Maybe unconsciously, I wanted to motivate myself to wake up earlier <laughs> and be happy <laughs> in the morning. Maybe that's, maybe unconsciously, that's, I have that while writing our song. We all also have other morning songs. People would also notice that we have two kinds of songs. The happy uh, obad types and the uh, melancholic types. So I think more on the sunny type we tend to really write around that. We haven't had a song about midday or the afternoon, but I think <laughs> I think that's also, I would want to connect it with the, the band name. The band name is just random because we were kids, but right now mm. the word moon, the moon has two sides, the bright one and the, the shadowy part, so I think kinds of songs that we have mimics that as well. Maybe is it because of the music that you listen to? Because how I write is influenced by what I listen to. So when I was listening to your song, what the peg was, I was hearing parang the cardigans, alternative pop uh, music, alternative. So I'm curious to know, like, what bands do you listen to like that influence that kind of music? Also ironic, uh, I was listening to a lot of punk rock. That was our sound when we were starting out as a trio. Because the green, that, the green Day, the guitar-driven stuff when we were kids. Probably our major influence as a band is John Mayer and Jason Mraz, which I think is not that apparent. But we get a lot of opinions like that, that we kind of remind people about 90s female-fronted bands like The Cardigans, Sundays, The Cranberries. Mm. Maybe that happened because of my voice. In terms of production, I think it's... Really, a wealth of in terms of inspiration from the '90s bands. I think the '90s is also coming back. I just don't want to wear the flared pants, for, and I think that draws the line. 
<laughs> I think you look nice with a skirt. Ah uh, yes, that's also one of our my my personal challenges because I'm, a, I'm I love hoodies and 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 rubber shoes. And as an artist at this age, I think probably just wear what you want. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Probably a lot of people would debate us on this in terms of branding, but in terms of a band, it's a conscious effort that we don't put much effort on <laughs> on on how we look. We we okay. we put uh, a primary. Our primary concern is about sound, but we do recognize mm. that we need to improve on the branding stuff, especially for me, since I'm the only female member of the band, and mm. I also sing for the band. So, yeah, like this, I wore make a bit of makeup, which is which was unthinkable before when I was younger. I would probably <laughs> get angry at someone who would ask me to wear makeup or skirt, but right now I understand that it's 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 uh it's a fun thing also to. To really put effort, I don't know. I'm at at this point. I'm still at that stage. Still, I'm exploring. But right now, the the current artists like Billie Eilish and the other younger artists are really uh, embracing that kind of "I'll wear what I want" thing. You know, which but I act, think is, but, is is a good thing. Um, you being comfortable with yourself. I mean, other than how we sound. Um, I think we should be unapologetic about how we also look. I mean, when, I agree. When that's. I think fashion isn't boxed into you know if you wear makeup or not. Like not wearing makeup is a fashion statement. Yeah, like Alicia Keys, right? Have you yeah, seen the song Alicia Exploder? Is, <laughs> yes, I haven't I love seen her. I haven't seen song Exploders. I will. Uh, it's noted, but. Yeah, I think I think um, wearing hoodies is also a different statement. I mean, makeup is fun for me because it's art. It's blending. It's as hard as watercolor because it's on your face. <laughs> but um, so there's really art there. Um, huge respect for great makeup artists. But you know, I think there's also that same courage to wear your own face and not be afraid of how you look. And and I think yeah. that's really brave. I totally agree. At the end of the day, it comes up. It, it all boils down to the the individual. If she oh, yeah. what, wants or he wants. Choice. Yeah. yeah. For choice. me, it's fun to wear hoodies. It's also fun to wear dresses. Sometimes I wear dresses just to to make fun of myself. <laughs> 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 just to have something different, right? Like our music video. So, uh, where can we listen to a bud, and where can we find Blind Steering Moon? Well, right now, since we are in a pandemic and it's all digital stuff, so we made it a point. Thank you to our management, Darkest Music. So it's available to in most major streaming platforms like Spotify, YouTube, SoundCloud. Although we were planning to have a CD pressed again, so I think after the pandemic. So for, if you want to have a listen to a morning song, <laughs> you can give Obad a consideration if you're like sipping sipping coffee or waking up in the morning or even in the evening if you wake up in the evening like me sometimes <laughs> it's still morning in in, in somewhere right so mm. you're feeling down yes. or if you're studying philosophy and it's kind of confusing or if you're studying subject which is confusing like that i think mm-hmm. the song would help you because it was born out of studying hard <laughs> And not giving up. <laughs> and not giving up. So there. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you thank so you, much. Julie. Thank you, Julie, for. Thank you so much, your... SL and Denise. Your day. Thank you, Song <laughs> in Focus. 
And of course, don't forget to stream about <laughs> Blind Stereo Moon. Blind Stereo Moon. Again, thank you, Julie. Thank you, thank you. Denise and Esso. Thank you so much, Julie. So before we listen to Julie's exclusive performance of her song, Obad, here's Denise for a quick break. So for the last quick break of the year, this one is for our friends from You Do You, You Do You blog. They lead one of the top most fan polls in the music scene. Every week, they release top 10 songs. You guys could listen to new, amazing tracks there. Asel and I have been featured there. And we'd like to thank everybody for voting for us. Thank you. Thank you, We were on those polls. And you could listen to (laughs) all other amazing artists on those polls. So check them out at youdoyou.com. And again, thank you to Reclothing, the people behind the awesome posts if you guys want to check out their work we post about them they make amazing gifts for christmas they make amazing gifts for for the holiday season for birthdays for whatever you guys could rack your brains think of ideas and there's free clothing for you so let's go back to our focus sessions and here we are again for another round of our focused discussions where asel and i talk about the song of today and what you think about our interview with Julie. So, Asal, what do you think? No, so, ang galing lang the, the story uh, behind that. And uh, and it's 10 years old. No? So, wow, the journey that it took them to be able to release it and the evolution uh, of the song. And I think it's because of that single. Like, this is just Pia. Because it's about mourning, ba? it's about hope. Uplifting. Never giving, yeah, uplifting, it's never giving up. So, parang yung, the type of music also that they produce or the other music, the other songs that they create, parang nandoon siya nag, in that this, theme. Yes, oh, this song theme. influenced the sound of the band. So, so the song is, is that significant to where mm-hmm. the band took their music in the past 10 years. Which is funny because, as Julie mentioned earlier, they started out as punk rock. And, and it's amazing how songs change lives of people. And in this case, not just, you know, um, the, the, the lives of people who listen to it, but actually the lives of people who wrote it and played it. So imagine liking a sound um, and realizing that 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 it sticks it sticks with something you want to do for for the next decade which happened to blind stereo moon which happened to julie um another thing for me that was really really good was the uh, concept that the song as much as they wanted it to be an empowerment for other people it was actually also their fight song you know for them to not give up and to keep on singing i i would personally like a reminder Yes, I write songs about, you know, mental health, my mental health, and I know how that feels. Uh, I, I heard this saying from a vocal coach that when you sing a song, you don't really sing the, the notes, you sing the words. And singers have it hard at the forefront because every time you sing something, you have to kind of live the life of the song. And I guess having a song like Obad, which is something positive, uplifting, has in a way, you know, been 
been one of their cheerleaders um, going into music and not giving up despite changes in, with the band. Like them having, adding two more members, them having kids. You know, there will always be that song in their roster that would remind them of why they started this. And I think that's a great thing. It's really inspiring and, and it's good when songwriters have songs that empower them and remind them of the good things that come with music. For me, that's the great aspect about Abad and, and the interview earlier and all that realization. So, yeah. Writing songs is really therapeutic. So, yes, for, therapeutic. The, for Julie and the band, that helped them to keep on making music. Yeah, this is definitely going into my uh, It's Gonna Be a Good Day playlist. <laughs> You know, you know those times where you just make a playlist when you're down and you have this roster of songs that you listen to to remind you of, you know, their principles or the things you want to be reminded of, the good things in life. And I think this is a great song for, for those types of playlists. Um, that caps off today's um, Song in Focus. Yeah, we'd love to hear which songs you guys want us to feature in the next episodes. Uh, we've set up a link on our pages where you can submit your song requests. So, before we end this episode, before we end our last episode for the year, again, thank you, You Do You. Thank you, Reclothing. Check them out. And for me and Asel, a huge thank you to everyone who has listened. Yes! Huge ev- thank you to everyone who have listened to Song in Focus. Um, I know it's been a difficult year. And... Um, you know, uh, just you guys listening to us and giving us a chance to do this podcasting thing, our, our passion project. Mm-hmm. Right? Asel? So, yeah, thank you guys for listening and, and joining us. And also, thank you for our guests with this first set of our Song and Focus podcast. Yes, we've been supported, loved by our friends, by, by you know, you guys. So, thank you. And see you guys in 2021!
Focus is brought to you by Payong Musikero and Passion Fruit Collaboration. For more deets on your favorite tracks, follow Song & Focus on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. See you in the next episode.